get started. Welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. Here's your host and philosophical entertainer, Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. There's no doubt that for many people, life is simply too overwhelming. Everyone is given the same 24 hours in a day, but everything you do takes time. To fit it all in, it's imperative to prioritize, organize, and delegate. We live in a hectic and complex world. It's natural to want to get a lot done and to be able to point to your accomplishments. However, if you don't slow down and set some goals for your life, personally and work-wise, Things won't go as planned and will feel a lot more complicated. Getting your priorities right. When you want to simplify your life, the first thing that must happen is to set your priorities. This works for both your personal life and your work life. Whether it's a large project or a small one, it doesn't really matter. Knowing how to choose where to start, how to organize it, and what's the most important is essential to your success. List every task you need to do. When you have things to do, it's essential to know what you're doing at any given time of the day. Listing out all the tasks you need to do on any given day is an excellent way to figure out how to organize each task and get it done the right way. Think of this just like Marie Kondo's method of organizing your bedroom. You need to be able to see everything you have before you can organize it and classify it. Put each task in the right category. Try to put each task into a category that lets you know what it is for, personal or work. Then identify whether this task is important, urgent, or something else. This is going to help you identify tasks that you can let someone else do, as well as identify tasks that you're doing that you can simply let go. Move urgent tasks to the top. When you notice that some of the tasks are urgent, put them at the top. For some people, it helps to separate work from personal, but others prefer to just list tasks in order of which they're going to take care of them. You can make two lists or you can put them on one as long as you've correctly identified whether it's urgent or not. Determine the value of the task. One of the things you must look at for each task is its value. This is easier to identify if it's a work thing. You know that putting an item that people can buy up or sell to make more money is a high value task. But you also know that taking your child to piano lessons is a high-value task as well. Know the effort the task will take. This is another important thing to note when you're organizing your tasks. It also helps to look at efforts versus value to help classify a task. How long does something really take you to do? How much money does it cost to outsource it? Identify all the resources any one task takes, whether it's you, someone else, money, or a product that helps with it, like... Maybe to do this task, you have to use a special software that's expensive to buy and hard to understand. In the last case, after studying the situation, you may determine to outsource. Determine which tasks to cut or outsource. Now that you have it all out in the open, it's important to look at the tasks and determine which tasks you don't even need to do at all or that you can let someone else do. 
It doesn't matter whether it's cleaning your house, cooking your dinner, doing your laundry, or outsourcing something at work or in your business if you have one. The important point is to let go of the things you don't need to do yourself, whether it's feasible to do so. Don't skip this step for simplifying your life. You can separate it up if you want to, um, doing personal and work separately, but whether we like it or not, work and life are inextricably connected for most people today. Knowing how to prioritize home and work will make your life much more straightforward. The power of being well organized. There are clear benefits to being organized. Several studies point to disorganization as being one of the main reasons people suffer from anxiety at work and home. When people feel so busy, they feel as if they can't function and that's not suitable for them, for their home life, or for the jobs. As you simplify your life and become more organized, you'll reap all the benefits. You'll be able to focus more. When you're organized, focusing on a task at hand is always more comfortable because you're giving yourself the time to focus. No one is good at multitasking. Studies have proven time and again that people just think they're good at multitasking, but no one really is. You'll become more productive. When you plan, organize, and systemize every aspect of your life, you'll become a, a super productive person. You'll get more done than most people because most people don't plan or organize in a way that makes them more productive. You'll have more power over your time. While you're given the same 24 hours in a day as every other human being is given, the fact that you know how to use the time given is going to be a huge advantage. You're going to feel as if you have more time even though you don't. Due to the organization of the time you have, for example, if you take a shopping list to the store, you're less likely to have to waste time uh, going back again. You'll experience less stress. The appearance of less clutter in your environment or at your home will automatically reduce your stress. The main reason is that you're avoiding time wasters um, looking for things. You'll also experience more work-life balance. It's easy to be overworked these days. Most jobs don't have a rigid work time as they used to have. In fact, a lot of jobs uh, want you there as much as possible. However, when you get organized and increase your productivity over everyone else's, no one is going to complain when you go to your son's ball game instead of work. And these days, uh, a lot of people have an opportunity to work from home. You'll get better at setting and achieving your goals when you're organized. It helps you notice what's important and what's not important. That means that you can set better goals because you know what is most valuable to you in your life. Plus, due to the organization, you'll be able to implement and take better and more appropriate action. You'll also feel more positive every day. A funny thing happens when your life is organized. You just start feeling happy. The main reason is that you have fewer stress hormones running through your veins. The other thing that happens is that you begin to feel successful in life and that makes everyone happy. Your creativity will start to increase and it might seem uh, counterproductive at first glance that organization and planning can make you more creative, but it's true. Your mind can't get into a creative flow if you're being interrupted all the time by other things. By setting up your environment to be creative, you will succeed. You'll have more energy and excitement for each day. Uh, you're, you'll wake up knowing that you can get through the day and feel accomplished. Um, and it's going to make you feel more excited and more energetic for your life. You want to tackle the day because you know that you're going to win. And you'll experience more freedom. If you're currently feeling as if you do work without any fun in your life and then you set up a plan to simplify your life, you'll automatically experience more freedom. 
Time freedom is a great thing because once you realize you have time and freedom, the next thing you realize is that you have money freedom too. And that's powerful stuff. Just think about how your mornings will be different if you've organized everything the night before. Think about how different dinner time will be if you've organized and planned. How fun will it be to take a Sunday to play golf instead of doing laundry because you decided to outsource it? Your day may look different from this one, but it will be simpler when you've taken the time to bring organization into all aspects of your life. The Art of Delegation Mastering the art of delegations is one of those skills that can totally change your life. The problem with most people is that they tend to think they're the only one who can do something and do it right. The thing to remember though is that right is often subjective. Maybe someone else can do it perfectly fine. Let's look at some factors that can help you master the art of delegation so that you can simplify your life by leveraging other people's time. Hand off the right type of task. First, get a handle on all the tasks that you do. When you can organize and categorize them, you can look at ways to make each task easier to accomplish. In some cases, you can automate them with technology. In other cases, you'll need to find a person to handle that task for you. Make sure to give the task to the right person. In addition to handing off the right type of task, you'll want to find the right person for that task. If you know someone who is already good at that thing you need to get done, then they're the most natural person to hire because they already know how to do it. You just give it to them and let them do it. If you find someone who hasn't done it before, you'll have to train them. That is an idea if your budget is lower, but hiring an expert will make everything much simpler. And then get out of their way. Once you pass the task on to someone else, get out of their way. Don't micromanage. Sure, give them some expectations for the task. For example, if you hire someone to clean your home, make sure to let them know about the things you deem important for the cleaning to be considered uh, sufficient for you. Uh, but then just let them do it. Most service providers already have a specific method for doing the task based on their expertise, so it's always best after you've agreed on deliverables to let them get on with it. Use your newfound time productively. It's not enough to just delegate a task for someone else, and that's that. Instead, use the time you gain to do something productive. If you use that time to do something important to you, such as spend time with your kids, your partner, your friends, or do some money-making tasks, you're going to feel so much more productive and enjoy delegating more often. If someone else can do something faster, cheaper, and the same quality or close as you, why wouldn't you delegate it? If you're feeling overwhelmed because you're doing too much, there is no point in continuing. Instead, invest in training and delegating to others because you'll not only improve your own life, but maybe theirs as well. Automation that will save you time. One way to become more productive is to automate the things that you can. Today, there is an enormous amount of automation that you can do both for work and in your personal life. So let's go over a few ideas that might make a massive difference in your day, making it that much more simplified using technology and good habits. First, set up your computer properly. Uh, your computer can maintain itself with right additions of software. You can set up your computer to have automatic updates, automatically check for viruses, and uh, whether you have a Mac or a PC, there are options for you to learn about. Pay your bills with the bank bail bill pay system. Uh, most people have credit cards and bills today, so if you set up automatic payments through them, but even better, you can set up automatic payments through your bank system. It's usually free, and uh, then you can control everything in one place. 
also you can manually um, send that bill by logging in your bank and, and uh, sending it uh, from there. Um, also automate your meal planning uh, with a dinner kit. There's a lot of um, places out there that will send your meal plans and you can save all that time uh, shopping and, uh, and also cooking and preparing the meals as well. Uh, this can be started by using Instacart to get groceries or even Amazon has some options that you can subscribe to today as well. Going paperless is always a, a good way to um, keep things simple. Put documents online at Google Drive or something like that. Um, you, but you can set it up to do um, a lot of this automatically if you learn how to use um, your computer properly. On a Mac, you, you can use Automator on the Mac, and on Windows, it's called Action on Windows. You can also learn to use Zapier to automate a lot of filing functions, both at work and at home. Also learn to use your smartphone. Um, everyone has one of these wonderful devices today, and that has more computing power than the computer that sent people to the moon for the first time. If you learn to use the tools such as list keeping, shut on and shut offs, and so forth, you'll be more productive. Record shows. If you like to watch shows on your TV, get a DVR or other system that enables you to automatically record the shows you want so that you can watch them on your down day instead um, of when they come out. Habituate organization. Once you spend time organizing to simplify your life, you can make it feel automated if you just turn organization and cleaning into a habit. This is how most people learn to brush their teeth. It becomes a habit. Throwing away your trash each time you get a fresh cup of coffee can become a habit as well. Incorporate little habits into your day and it will feel as if everything is happening automatically. Make your house smarter. Today you can have a house that unlocks the door for you, turns on the lights, preheats the oven and so forth, all from a distance and at your command. If you can afford to invest in this time-saving technology, it's a great way to ensure that things are get done. You can even water your lawn or, house, or your house plants using automated technology. You can also hire household help. Even if you can't technically outsource some of your tasks at work to automate something, you can at home. Automate your household chores by hiring someone to do it for you every single week the same day. Create systems. Anything that you know must be done regularly needs a system, whether that's paying a bill, bookkeeping, or taking a bath. It all happens regularly. Setting up systems that use combination of technology, delegation, and habit creation will go far in getting more organization through automation. When you look at new opportunities to automate something, first think about the time that it takes you to accomplish it. What your opportunity cost is for continuing to do something manually that can be automated in some way and the value of that task. Even if you only have an hour off for your day through automation, remember that's 365 hours a year. That's over 15 days. You can accomplish a lot in 15 days. Simplify your finances. One of the most critical aspects of your life to simplify is your finances. Taking control of the money that comes in and goes out of your household is imperative. Many people believe that their lack of money contributes to their complicated and overwhelming lives. But what if you're just not keeping your money organized so that it works as hard as it can for you? Let's look at ways that you can take control of your finances to make your life simpler. Define your financial values and establish goals. 
Knowing what is important to you about money can help you make the best goals. It doesn't matter how pie in the sky your goal seems right now. Having those goals and then developing a plan to get there is what's going to make it simple. Assess where you're at. Once again, you have to make a mess before you can streamline and simplify. Go through your entire financial life and find out where you're at. Where are your debts? What's your, what's your expensive? What's coming in? And what do you have saved? Don't judge yourself when you go through this. Just get it all down in writing. Keep fewer accounts. Know that you know what you have. Notice if you have several checking and saving accounts. There are few reasons to have a lot of accounts unless you need to spread the money around due to banking insurance. But if you're like most people, you can get by with one checking account and one savings account. The exception is if you have your own business because then you need a separate account for business. Fewer accounts means less time maintaining them and less opportunism for criminals. Go paperless. Many offices are proud of being paperless today and you can do that at home too. Set up all your bills for paperless billing, whether that means they'll go to your email box um, or notified on your phone. The other option is that if you have if your bank has a bill paying option, they often also have e-bill options that you can easily set up with a few clicks. Uh, drop the credit cards. If you have more than one credit card, put, put all but one of them on ice. Use the card with no fee and the lowest interest rates and pay it off each time you get the bill. Or use the card with the most points for travel so you can get free travel just for paying bills. The point is, pick one and use only that one. Pay off any consumer debt. If you're currently carrying consumer debt balances on revolving credit accounts, find a way to pay them off quickly. If you can consolidate them onto one card while paying it off, that will make things a lot easier. Invest in funds over individual stocks. It takes a lot of time and research to invest in individual stocks. You can instead save time and make simple by investing in funds. For example, they might be called something like the 2045 fund. If that is about the time you expect to retire, uh, the fund automatically adjusts its stock ratio based on the year of the fund to help you avoid risk. Uh, use cash more often. Instead of using cards to pay for stuff when you go out, use cash. Cash helps stick to a budget. Plus, you don't have to worry about balancing your account or card number thefts or receipts or anything like that. Let go of any services you don't need. Look at any automatic payments that are coming out of your account. Think about whether you really need them or not. Are you using them as you thought you would? Uh, when's the last time you used it? For example, you may be surprised to find out now that Game of Thrones is over, you never use your HBO Go subscription, and those few bucks can add up really fast. So know how to make goals. Learn the right process for goal making when it comes to money. Goals need to be smart, which means that they should be specific, measured, attainable, realistic, and time-based. Also, write down your goals and set up steps to reach the goal that you put into your calendar. Know if renting or owning is right for you. It might shock you to know that home ownership really isn't financially best for everyone. For some people, renting is a lot better. This is especially true if you're not sure where you want to live for the next 5 to 10 years. You can simplify your life by renting too because you won't be responsible for unexpected repairs. Add passive streams of income. Studies show that most rich people have multiple streams of income. Even if you don't care about the word rich, the fact is that adding a passive income stream can really help you with your financial life. There are many ways to earn passive income today, from rental investments to selling digital and affiliate products online. Stop learning and start implementing. 
If you've read a lot about finances in the past but have yet to do any of the things you've learned, take this advice and run with it. Implement something. Pick one thing and just go for it. When you have success on that, you're going to want to do the next thing. Learn the 50-30-20 budgeting model. If you don't have any experience creating budgets yet and tend to live by the seat of your pants, check out the budget model for your personal finance. It's an excellent way to start out because it will ensure that you always really have enough. So I'll put the 50-30-20 spreadsheet in the description. Taking control of your finances is less about doing without and more about doing more with what you have. The truth is, money problems often just a lack of attention to the topic. If you tend to buy coffee at the shop daily, go out to dinner without a plan and have no idea how much you owe or earn, it's going to be much harder to simplify your life. But when you know what you have, what's coming in and what's going out, and why and how, it's going to make everything that much simpler to manage. Some tips for saying no. One reason people often feel overwhelmed at home and at work is their inability to say no. Part of this is well-planned out socialization that is designed to create amazing worker bees in society, but in reality, all this does is cause people to do more than they need to and become overwhelmed with life. You really can and probably should say no more than you do, and here's how. First, ask yourself, three questions. Does it align with my values? Do I really have time? And do I really want to do it? If any of these questions is no, then you should simply say no. It doesn't have to be no on all three counts. It can just be no because you don't want to say yes. However, often there are other reasons. No reason needed. You don't have to give any reason at all. You just say no. Noah's full and complete sentence by itself. If you do want to give a reason, then you can, but it's not necessary to do it. Here are a few no sentences that you can use if you'd like to. Oh, thank you for asking, but there's no way I can make it work right now. Oh, I'm sorry, but I can't do that because it goes against my religious worldview, but thanks for asking. Thank you for asking, but I'm not the right person for this job. Have you thought about asking Amy? This is really in her wheelhouse. Not right now. I already have priorities scheduled for that day and time. Thank you. Now I can't do that, but if you can do this, then I can do it this way at this time. Practice saying these sentences and add some of your own thoughts that you can use. You probably already have some experience with being asked to do things. You may have said yes when you wish you'd said no. Practice saying no for the next time. Let go of guilt. Remember that your upbringing may have caused you to feel bad when you say no. It's just natural because when you were two, every time you tried to touch that pretty vase, mama said no! And you may associate no with something terrible. It happens to all of us. However, like mama had to say no to you for a good reason, you can say no to anyone else for anything without feeling guilty. If you say no in a respectful way, there is never a reason to feel bad about it. You must protect your time because it's precious. Do things you really believe in, that you have time for doing, and that you really want to do. How to let go of toxic people. Just like saying no simplifies things as you assess your life, you may find that you also have toxic people in your life that you need to let go of. 
Toxic people tend to create tons of drama in their lives and those who associate with them. Less drama in your life is always a good thing. So give yourself permission to say goodbye. When you realize something or someone is toxic and causing unnecessary drama or issues in your life, you need to give yourself permission to say goodbye to them. You're at no ob obligation to stay in a relationship that is only painful. Whether blood or not, there are no prizes at the end of life for doing so. Reduce or eliminate contact. The moment you accept in your mind that the person is toxic, try to reduce or eliminate your contact with them. For some people, this is as far as you're going to get to go if there's someone you must see, such as a coworker or boss. For others, this is the start of getting them out of your life. Don't ask for or give an apology. There's likely no reason to discuss anything with the person. Doing so often doesn't solve a problem, and they're not going to say they're sorry unless they feel they can manipulate you. You've had enough experience with that person to realize that you don't need this type of closure. It's not happening anyway. Put more time in your healthy relationships. Now that you have some time freed up, not just in reality, but in also your mind space, start putting some time into your healthy relationships. Think more about them, do something for them, and let them do something for you. Experience your emotions, but move on. It's okay to feel sad and even bitter for a little bit. Let yourself feel the emotions, uh, but it's important to move on from the past. The entire point of eliminating a person from your life who is toxic is not to let them take up any space in your life that will affect the future actions, including in your mind. Learn from the experience. One thing that is important to do if you face this issue is to figure out how the person got into your life to start with. If it's work or a relative, that's understandable. But if you pick the person as your friend or spouse, why did you do that? And how can you avoid doing it in the future? Even if the toxic person is your parent or relative, the experience of letting go of them will be blessing in your life more than you may think. When someone is genuinely toxic, they won't change no matter how you beg. So letting them go will help you make your life less stressful and a lot more successful. Ways to use social media effectively. One thing that can take up a lot of time is social media. If you really want to simplify your life, you can use social media in a way that doesn't cause more chaos. Let's look at the different ways to use social media more effectively, whether for work or for play. Simplify your online life can really make a huge difference in your overall happiness and success. Pick just one. If you must use social media, choose the platform that you like best and stick to that one. Maintain profiles on the others without updating them just in case something ever happens. But most of the time, you'll be able to use just one for what you need to stay connected with other people. Use automation tools. If you do need to use more than one account for your work, for example, find the right tools that enable automation and consolidation of your accounts into one dashboard to make it faster to check the accounts. Create your own dashboard. If you need to use more than one social account, you don't want to pay a monthly fee for automation, you can create a dashboard on your computer that enables you to click into your social media faster and more easily than at one time. Organize all your connections. Differentiate your connections by organizing them into groups or lists depending on what the platform allows. Whether you're organizing your connections, it's easier to send a message to update them or check their updates when you have it on your schedule. Train your friends. It's not very productive to be chatting with your friends or family all day. If you're working, turn off notifications or other in, unless there's other emergencies. 
If you stop answering your friends and family during the day when it's not an emergency, they'll stop bothering you. So turn it off when you're not using it. When you're not actively on social media platforms, turn them off so that they aren't, you aren't checking them constantly. For some people who like using PC still, one way to do this is to get social media off your phone and keep it only on your home PC. Choose your time window. Don't check social media continuously, even if you use it for work. Don't check it all the time. Pick times during the day to check it. Set a timer and stick to that. This way it won't get out of hand, especially when you're trying to be productive. When you train yourself to turn off distractions so that you can focus on what you're doing at the time, you'll realize that you don't need social media to be on all the time. A few minutes of focused connection is a lot better than random, inter random interruptions that ruin your workflow and your time with your family and friends. Simplifying your life is all about finding what works best for you to ensure that you are the most productive while also being as stress-free as possible. You shouldn't feel overwhelmed often in your life. It's normal during times of transition to be overwhelmed, but shouldn't be a permanent condition. If you find that you're more overwhelmed than not, it's time to find a way to simplify your life. What are you waiting for? What is the one way you plan to make your life simpler in the next 24 hours?